0: Um, You know, fuck, something just reminded me of something I have to deal with personally with um, people who were abusive to me is, you know how I mentioned in a previous podcast about how they'll install like a new language in your mind or layer things and they'll kind of force this. Understanding of how to communicate, you know, with like layers on top of layers of things that you say, like lots of double entendre kind of things. But like it's almost like a language on top of a language. Uh, It'll happen slowly over time, but they'll start to communicate all these things and how to talk and what have you. And it's mainly used for abusive means. Well, at least in my case. Um. For example, like cutting the cheese also could mean farting or whatever so you're saying two things but imagine learning a whole library of terms and double meanings for things and then being shown how to uh use them as a language on top of a language essentially and what this does is it allows your abusers to say some really mean things to you and Believe it or not, there's, I mean, well, at least in the San Diego area, there's quite a few people that talk this way because of the nature of the location and how involved the military is here. It's just actually part of this, like, culture I never even knew existed here in San Diego. And um, I will tell you something I've learned about language. <clears throat> and when you u- when you when don't use your native language to speak about something, when you use double entendres, etc., and you use it to talk about really heinous things, or to call a person a really horrible thing that you would never have the guts to say to their face. Like, think if there was another way to say the N, like the N word. Like, let's say, like around here, like some, uh, some. Uh, like passively racist assholes actually do have that. They call them the neighbors. Believe it or not. They say that around here. They say, oh, looks like the neighbors are here. And that's their way of saying the N-word instead of saying N-word. So actually that is true. So imagine that. But see, uh, like, so like someone will come into a restaurant, right? Okay. And they'll be like, oh, looks like the neighbors showed up. And they'll say that instead of saying the N-word. And there's a lot of white people around here say that. Here in San Diego, can you believe that? So they basically want to say the N-word, but that's how they get away with it in public. And that's horrible, right? That's horrible. Because everyone, it's like it's like the let's go Brandon thing. Right? Everyone knows they're saying fuck Joe Biden instead of let's go Brandon, but you know, around here people say neighbors instead of the N-word. I don't know why. And like the most Progressive woke dad, I've you know like Southern California dad, etc. I've seen use this term like, and it fucking floored me. I was like, and what happens is when you, when you use alternative means of saying something, um, you tend to pacify the action or the thing that it is, and then all of a sudden. Two things actually happen. First and foremost is it hits a little easier. You know how they always say it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But when you start saying really fucked up things in very soft core ways, you tend to normalize now disrespecting the person or thinking that they're less than you, et cetera. Can you imagine that? But like, so when next time you're around San Diego area, you start hearing people say, it looks like the neighbors are here or our good neighbors just showed up or whatever. You know that they're, they're actually dropping the N-word, like, hard R, but in another way. And I'm telling you, like, they use that shit all over the place around here. It's like, I couldn't believe it. But that's, I, I, in fact, that's one of the examples of how I can tell you. But what happens is when you use, like, an alternative means to say something that's incredibly offensive, something you would never have the guts to say, a couple of things happen in the brain. You feel like you're getting away with something horrible, right, first and foremost, the fact that you're getting away with it almost reinforces in your brain the negative association. I'm getting away with saying the N-word to people's faces almost. It starts to feel empowering. And there's a lot of different ways of saying stuff like that all around here in San Diego. Like I said, I got plugged into these people who are abusing me and they like force this alternative means of communicating. I've already gone over it in much other podcasts. But what happens is they also start to talk about horrible things that they've done to people, and then they can talk about it openly around town. And all of a sudden, just like calling someone a neighbor instead of the N-word, the things that you do to them all of a sudden in your, your brain doesn't register them as bad as what they actually are. You wouldn't say, "Oh, I, I broke in, you know what I'm saying? like I broke into that guy's house and I fed him poison." Instead they'll be like, Oh yeah, I uh got into the dog house the other day and I I, I, I fed the dog, you know, and they'll they'll say stuff like that or what have you. I Me mean, instead of like, Oh, I broke into the what's his name's house that we're we're fucking with and I uh I laced all his food. But because you're saying in that manner and you're speaking of it openly, you tend to not have the social stigma that comes with like just being like imagine just saying, Oh yeah, I poisoned that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like it all of a sudden lessens your actions. So all of a sudden now your brain isn't registering like, I am doing something fucking horrible to a person. Um, You know what I'm saying? You You feel like you're getting away with something and it's being talked about so openly. And what it does, it kind of triggers like a sociopathic avenue in your brain and all of a sudden these horrible acts that you're doing don't become so serious and eventually over time you become pacified to it you're calling people neighbors to their face and etc like you know what i'm saying you might even joke to them and they don't have any idea that you know you're a, 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 a black american dude isn't doesn't even know that he's being called inward to his face you know and the guy's sitting there amongst a bunch of other white people, and you're like, oh my God, my favorite neighbor just walked in. Everyone has a good laugh. Uh, the black guy kind of feels like, well, that was weird, that wasn't even that funny, etc. And he's made a fool of. And, and what happens is you feel like you're getting away with it, and sooner or later you become emboldened. And that's what will happen by your abusers, is they'll first introduce you how to talk this way, because it allows them to say really messed up things to you, and for you to get upset. But other people don't even know. Like, why are you so upset about that? What, what was it? He just called you a neighbor or whatever. But you understand the value has changed in the terminology. And you'll, in the, then lots of people around here in San, San, in San Diego, North County, what have you, because of the nature of the fact that the military kind of runs everything. And like, it's just, it's, I guess it's just part of the culture. I can't believe I've lived here for so long. And it wasn't until these people started abusing me that they kind of clued me into this. But it's everywhere, everywhere. You will be almost everywhere, almost everywhere going in around here. Um, you'll learn about these things. But like, you know, hold on. I gotta... But, you know, this stuff, it gets out of hand quick, especially when you're talking about heinous things. They will use to say, they will use and they will communicate heinous things to each other that they do to you, do to another person. And it almost desensitizes them because they're not actually using the real word. You know, they still know that there's like a tier of language that they're not using. They're not saying, I poisoned that guy we all don't like collectively. Um, They call me like... uh. Like a sex offender and all sorts. They have all these other different words for these, but they keep calling themselves, calling me that, and using different terminologies for that. For me, um, all sorts of crazy things. Uh, one of I found out one they tried to call me. Uh, one of the the interesting ways of calling me a uh, pedophile to my face was they called me a pedigree, just like calling black people, you know, uh, saying the n words is neighbors. They they would say that to my face and stuff like that, and it makes them feel emboldened because they they know what they're saying. Just like those idiots who are going around like, hey hey uh uh, let's go Biden oh, you know, and they lose their mind and you sit there and you watch these. You're like these idiots. They and you see the excitement on their face or whatever when they say it and they just like high five each other like we got away with saying the f word. Like that's the same emotion. That's the same emotion these people are feeling, but they're saying the most heinous shit. They will say the N-word to someone's face because they replaced it with another term or whatever. And that's all over the place, at least here. And uh, perhaps you'll go through that over there. But what it does is it lessens... First and foremost, it makes you disrespect the person more. Because you feel like you're getting away with being your own shit self. And, you know, it's what... And on top of that, you can talk about doing heinous things to a person. And because you're not using the actual words, your native kind the native part of the language in connotation, you tend to think less, right? That the, the abuse that these people will implement on you feels less like it's, it's less fucked up than it actually is because language defines how a human brain thinks, and, you know, you did, I fell in the trap because of talking this way because these people wouldn't even address me, you know, if I was trying to get somewhere in town or request something or whatever, like all of a sudden, like people wouldn't even talk to me unless I started using uh, this different way of speaking, believe it or not. And they abused me into learning how to talk like this for reasons I have no clue. I don't know why. It was just part of my abuse. Um, it's used online, believe it or not. Um, it's used when I go out, etc. So, you know, if you see me like, talk, you know, talking shit back to someone on Twitter or what have you, it's because these these dickheads, these NSA monitors. Like I said, it's I think it's maybe it could be just a San Diego thing because we're a military town or whatever. But there's a lot of people who talk like that and. Um, like I said, these signature reduction people are here and they're all military people and they speak like that. So a lot of these people who abuse me will say fucked up things like that to me all the time. They'll insult me to my face using these other words. They'll talk about really fucked up things that they did to me. Like, like I said, it's, it's like, or it's like how organized crime people talk on the phone. So they don't, it's for plausible deniability. Another word for it I've heard is called lawyer speak. So you don't get, you know what am saying, it's how to talk about things openly on the phone without, let's say, if you're getting bugged, the cops to arrest you. But what happens is people in their head, they start to think less of you when they shouldn't because they don't have the balls to actually say it to their, your face. And see, I've always had the problem where I always say what I think, and it's been kind of a pain in my ass, you know, Um yeah, I just always said exactly what I thought, and you know, you would think, uh, growing up here in Southern California and being a piece of salt in a in a in a sea of pepper, you know, where you know there is a large Hispanic population here, and they tend to stick together, growing up in high school and stuff like that, and saying what I think to everybody, like, hey, no, you know, you're you're a dickhead or whatever, like, you know, when you're a punk kid, you say stupid things. I'm not talking about being racist. I'm just saying like, run right in your mouth and shit like that. Or if I got in an argument, you know, I would uh, say exactly what I thought about, you know what I'm saying, about what was going on or whatever. Even if the guy was like twice my size, just because I just, me personally, I just don't feel like I should. If you hold back, a person never know, really knows. And I understand, you know, about nuance and stuff like that. That's a really interesting way to communicate. Uh, unfortunately I, I feel like it's a waste of time to not say exactly what you think and not because I don't think that, you know, communication should have panache, et cetera. I just feel like you waste a lot of people's time. And this has kind of been a, a this has kind of been a, you know what I'm saying? A thorn in my ass, but also a blessing all at the same time. Cause I had to learn to run home from school quite a bit. <laughs> Let me tell you, I got a lot of cardio. I got a lot of cardio in, <laughs> in junior high and high school. <laughs> Uh, because you know what I'm saying? People didn't 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 appreciate me being so blunt. Always, 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 always. But let me tell you, it, this was quite the shock to my system because I was being denied. Like they would deny me, uh, like they, they, these people, these, these abusers, they tend to (sighs) carrot you a lot. Like, uh, they would keep me from getting any kind of any kind of caffeinated beverage for the longest time, believe it or not. Because like I said, these signature reduction people are here. And they were trying to at least convince me to stop talking about this JFK Junior shit, etc. And so they started like keeping things from me. The this group of contractors and stuff like that that were seated throughout town in in, in um what do you call it? In uh what's the word for that? What the fuck is that word? Shit. It's uh Essential worker jobs. A lot of these guys are sprinkled throughout this area right now because they're here. Um so they would go out of the way to make sure I only ate adulterated versions of like my normal things I purchase at the grocery store or you know at fucking Walmart or if I went out to like a burrito place or I really used to love going to the movies. I, I can't go anymore. Because they would uh, shoot that radiation shit at me while sitting in my chair. But they would deny me these things that I liked. And for a while, they denied me access to them unless I... Unless I spoke in a way that... uh, Unless I started speaking in this double entendre, triple entendre way. Um... And it was quite the shock for me because I'm a person who literally says what I I think. I just say what I think. I mean, sometimes I I bullshit, but only because right now I'm in this very unique situation where I have to put out a lot of information and disinformation. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, what's that quote from that movie? Um, The Departed? Where was it? treat someone like mushrooms feed them shit and you know and keep them in the dark and you know kind of thing and you know i ha- I have to do that quite a bit just so i can figure out what's going on because you know i'm not i'm not i have to do like my own in from intel and whatever on what's going on because i'm not being handed the answers but um aside from those kinds of things um i'm pretty direct like i say exactly what i i mean what i say i say what i mean i don't i don't think it's a i don't think it's a virtue i don't think it's a curse it's just uh unfortunately it's just a personality trait of mine and i th- and i think beating around the bush wastes a lot of time personally but it's, it was pretty traumatic for me not not so much in the way like losing a leg is traumatic but being forced to communicate in a means where i could not be truthful with my words all the time yeah it really bugged me and i struggled so hard and while i was going through this abuse i every fiber of my body just resisted this because like it just felt like such a dishonest way of speaking why do i have to say another word instead of this word etc and uh it sucked but what i've noticed while i resisted and eventually these people will just realize, like, I'm just not going to talk this way. I'm sorry. But I, I, love to, I love to use words to honestly convey everything that I'm saying. I don't want to send you soft core emotions. I don't want to sit there and try to show you emotions with my – like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to waste everyone's time. And I would like to speak truthfully all the time. And they, you know what I'm saying, they would really abuse me and force me to speak in this way. They would deny me access to things or deny me me access to versions of things that I needed for or that I wanted uh, with adulterated versions of them to coerce me to finally start speaking this way. Because I think they wanted me to start talking about my abuse in a manner which... If somebody were to come around and be like, hey, what's going on? Because I was under the impression that they were sending um, information back to the other seaboard about what was going on. And so I think if they taught me how to speak in this manner and maybe somebody came like, you know, how like the principal comes and checks on the teacher's class. And And if they could train me to speak in a certain way about my abuse that didn't... You know what I'm saying? And somebody was just kind of like poking around in my phone or whatever. Then I, then it wouldn't sound like I was speaking about horrible things that they're doing to me, etc. I think that they were worried that as well. And that may be something that they're trying to do to you. Who knows? But something I did, you know, I went on that rant about disp- uh, uh, expensive disposable robots or whatever where I talk about some of the toxic things about people from the intel and military contractor community. Is a lot of them talk like this, believe it or not. It's just part of the culture, I guess. But um, they... Uh, I observed some things about them and about how they talk and they really do see it as some sort of prestige if you're able to talk in like tertiary terms, like talking, saying three things at once. You can say the actual thing, uh, a double entendre of the thing, and then like a higher almost subtext meaning of the thing all at once. So you could actually, and they, they kind of, they kind of hold it in high prestige. But I, one thing I did notice about these people is because they learn to say these, the most insulting things. Like, can you imagine? Cause I've seen like the nicest, you know, like I said, like nicest suburban dad use that term neighbor to another black guy's face. And he would act like he was his friend the whole time afterwards. But but like there was a select group of us. That knew he was t- calling this dude. You know the n-word with the hard r. In front of his face or whatever. And people become. Um, used to saying horrible things. To people's faces. Or talking about them in some way. And what it does is it makes them less of a person. Or, or makes them less than human. In the people who talk that way's eyes. And. It starts to, and then you can talk openly about horrible things that you've done to that person. And because the brain doesn't, it's not triggered that you actually are talking, saying the actual words about of the thing that you're doing to that person, like horrible things, like poisoning them or whatever, or talking about them in words that you would never say in public. Your brain still feels like it's, Getting away with it first off so all of a sudden you're you start to lose like the basic moral respect that you should have for another human that every person should get but then also all of a sudden what happens is it's almost like you're programming yourself to be sociopathic because now you're just oh yeah no i fed the dog you know like oh no i poisoned that guy like it doesn't feel because you're not using because if you're not hitting those key anchor terms in your brain where you know it is i like i guess on a brain scan or wherever of what those words have the actual value since you're not using the native value that your brain has programmed in your mind for those terms and words you start to think of the th- horrible things you're doing to these people in less terms than you should And it's almost like you're brainwashing yourself to be a sociopath. Do you understand? And I don't think the people who speak that way or speak openly about the horrible things that they do to targeted individuals, you know, gang stalking targets, whatever you want to call them, pro targets. It allows people to push things so far. And coming from a person who loves to say exactly what he thinks, you know, when I'm not trying to throw off my 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 provocators, um, so it and having observed these people and their behavior, I'm just I I can I literally have witnessed people brainwashing themselves into treating a person like they're less than human, and then I'm observing the person who is doing those actions and talking about those things and like calling a guy neighbor to his face and whatever, like, and I'm like, this person is brainwashing themselves into thinking, first of all, that they're the shit and they're not. I know you, you know what I'm saying? You're just some middle America dickhead. But then it also allows you to talk and communicate about doing horrible things to another human that you, if you could only speak in a manner which you had to say your actual words. You probably wouldn't brainwash yourself into thinking your actions were okay. But because this pussified version of communicating has allowed these people to think that they are a human above another human. And it's fucking disgusting. But you possibly you will find out in your abuse... Because like I said, it went without, went off without a hitch on me. So that, you know what I'm saying? And when people do something and they do it fast, that means they have a lot of practice. Just like those guys who work in uh, the pit crews at like an indie car race, you know, and they go, vzz, 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 you know, and they do the tires and they fill the car up and it's gone in like, you know, five seconds or whatever. And because they obviously been doing that shit, f- practicing that forever, right? Well, the same thing with me, like they knew what to do, how to carry me through it, the, the, the abuse triggers on trying to associate those, reassociate terms and layer things and whatever. and Essentially create this whole language and train me via abuse the same way that you would carrot stick a dog into using those little, those little buttons on the ground. You know, you see them on TikTok and stuff like that. Like all of a sudden, people can teach their dog to talk back to them using the little buttons with the words on them. It's essentially the same concept, but instead of reinforcing that behavior with food, like you with a dog, instead they just blasted me with radiation until I until I understood that's that's I had to this means this now or this means that now. Like I was a fucking animal. And the reason why they did these things is because they wouldn't be able to get away with doing these. The government wouldn't be able to get away with doing these things in the daylight which is why they use coercive language and terms and speaking and why they use weaponry which is silent and invisible because they knew they they know they couldn't get away with treating humans like they're less than humans in the daylight also because they're giant fucking pussies but that's a whole nother podcast i'll probably title it giant fucking pussies But you will notice if you go through this and the reason why I feel like it's important to include this little footnote is because these guys did it to me without a fucking hitch, man. Um, You might experience this and you will start to understand that the people who talk to you like this, you'll start to literally see them program themselves into becoming these sociopaths. But what I think is crazy is that these people would not have the sack to say these things to you or do these things to you if they couldn't get away with it with this pussified means of communication do you understand they they would not they wouldn't feel so bold and they really and let me tell you and the reason why i've mentioned in other podcasts where like people would shoot me with this shit and then i would make this giant scene you know, asking, hey, why are you shooting this radiation stuff at me? Do you know what the zero status limitations is? What what is the rumor that you're operating under that you're funny. You don't look like you work for the Department of Homeland Security. I mean, you're in a fucking Walmart, it's 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. Why aren't you at work? Like I just I make this giant loud scene as fucking possible because what the fuck are these people doing, man? What are they doing? You know, chasing them around doing this shit. And they just they they don't know how to handle it, and it's funny because sooner or later they it increases their pussification, because like they're not they st- they start talking like this so much that they don't learn how to confront people like an adult with full grown balls, and that's why a lot of these people run away when I confront them now. Because they're so used to walking around with itty bitty balls and not saying what they fucking think. And uh, you're gonna, if I I feel like this is important to include, because I think this is gonna happen to quite a few people if it hasn't already. They do it so they can assault you to your face, say fucked up things to you, and also communicate things to you in front of other people who aren't, you know, being gang stalked or whatever. And it's just another avenue that they can abuse you openly. While getting away with it in plain sight. So you don't go to like. You know. The police off The cops. And be like. These guys were calling me neighbors all day. And then they fed the dog when I was gone. Like you know what I'm saying. Right. Doesn't that sound crazy. Outside of the con. Outside of the context of knowing why you're saying those things. That sounds fucking bananas. So it has another use. Makes you sound crazy if you try to tell on them. So you know heed that warning understand that you there's most likely going to be people in this program going through the same form of abuse and you will literally see your abusers brainwash themselves into thinking that they're the shit and in reality they're just some other suburbanite asshole whose life is probably was probably just as sucky as yours before all the abuse started happening but it really shows how what kind of how how shitty people are because if they feel like they can get away with saying horrible things or communicating horrible actions, etc., they're more apt to do it. But yet a lot of these people think they're more virtuous than you. Yet they do not have the sack to say shit to your face. Like I said, because they have little balls, unfortunately. But it's uh, it's quite the phenomenon, you know. I felt like I feel like fucking Jane Goodall. If you don't know who that is, she's like gorillas in the mist. Feel it, but yeah, I feel like Jane Goodall watching these suburbanite monkeys, uh, you know, picking their butt and beating their chest, uh, thinking they're the shit because they say these horrible fucking things, but just in a different context or they communicate horrible actions in a different context. It's like, well, if you were a real badass, wouldn't you say that to my fucking face? Would you wouldn't you go drop a hard rn word to someone's face if you were an actual Billy badass? Oh, and said you're just going to call him your neighbor in front of his face and your friends are going to laugh. Are you really that little are you I am saying like would you would you would you say that? If you could get away with saying that, would you say that? Probably not. I think you're a giant, you know what I'm saying? You could be a giant bitch. You could be the biggest bitch. And I almost think that people who talk in this manner probably are a lot more pussified. Because like I said, I confront a lot of these people who run around talking like this, and they run from me. They cannot handle the confrontation. It's like, well, that's because you've been running around talking like, you know, like you have tiny balls. You got to mean what you say, man. That's what part of being a grown-up is. I think I'm reflecting a little too much at this point, but like I said, this will happen. Uh, mm. It happens kind of towards the bottom of that pyramid, the Maslow's pyramid. A lot of shit happens towards the bottom because like isolation is so key and all this abuse. Once you're isolated or they've eliminated options or, or et cetera, you know, places you can run people you can talk to, whatever, uh, when they get you by yourself, then the real sadistic shit happens. Unfortunately, but it, it will happen and you should be prepared for it and just understand that your abusers for most likely will talk this way. Um, and it's most likely because they're actually the and, and it, and it makes them act as if they're a lot smarter than you. They, they see it as like this elite virtuous way of speaking, but it's, it's not, it's actually a really pussified way of talking, you know, right? You just can't say what you mean. You, you can't say what you mean. Would you call well, You call someone a neighbor to their face or are you going to drop the hard R like Billy Badass that you think you are? Oh, maybe you're... Maybe you guys... Maybe you weren't such a badass after all. Maybe you're just a bunch of bitches. But this will happen to you and understand it's going to... Your abusers will essentially be programming themselves like brainwashing themselves to think of themselves as a higher person being or whatever than you it's a phenomenon it's weird it's scary it's hard getting used to at least for somebody like me who just tends to say what you know exactly what the fuck i think and um you should be prepared for it i hope that helps (laughs) uh someone made a comment in regards to why I thought that was such a big deal. Well, I think it's a big deal because if you know what you're saying to someone and a large enough group knows what you're saying to someone and it's incredibly demeaning whether or not you use the, the English version everyone knows or you use a modified version to call somebody something that means that they're less than you. I think it's uh, incredibly insulting. And that's why I held it in such high regard. Hey, I'm glad you like this podcast. Uh, you can get more of COINTELPRO 2.0 from our online wiki, which is at www.COINTELPRO, the number two, and then zero spelled out, Z E R O, dot You can check out our video series that touches on lots of things um, like at videos with an S, videos.COINTELPRO, the number two. Zero spelled out, Z-E-R-O dot com. And definitely hit us up on our main news website, which is the, the um, parent project of Pro 2.0, which is the Mesh News Project. And you can find that at meshnews, M-E-S-H, news.org. And if you do anything after watching this podcast or are looking into more of any media that comes from us, please watch our newest documentary and our vision series, which is www.2030vision.movie. It's the numbers, 2030vision.movie. And I feel like that will bring you up to speed on quite a lot of things if you're hungry for more of this experience or you know what the Mesh News Project is about which is bringing you this Contel Pro 2.0 podcast series and entire wiki thanks